I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I'm Francis Ellis, and I'm joined by my co-host, Julio Gallarotti. What up, what up, fucking Oops! The fucking podcast that's it so proud of you julio thanks we've talked about this in private but if you haven't checked out julio's rwanda comedy video which he released on his instagram which we released on our oops the podcast instagram it's nine minutes try it and you will watch the whole thing i guarantee it (laughs) it was so fun and so happy Dude, I'm glad you liked it, man. People told me they were crying when they watched really? it. Really? Yeah, someone sent that to me. Are you serious? Yeah. Who? Do I know the person? Some chick. Dude, that's Probably crazy. listens to the podcast, so thank you, yeah, lady, thank not you. chick. I that's mean. big, man. That's big. Listen, man, It's it's been such a long time coming. I went over there. I shot it. I had no idea what I was doing, um, and I realized very quickly that I would be the one editing it, and I didn't, I'm not a great editor, so I, it kind of kind of trudged through it yeah, and got it done. And I did a screening about a year ago of some similar version and got some interest and got like a little production deal. And, but dude, what always happens and tell me if this happen, has happened to you, you go into these meetings with these people and they tell you, they, they'll be like, Oh, you know, it's, it's interesting, but it's been done before. Why don't we do this? And then you're like, Oh, I really want to do, I really want to make it into something. So you kind of like make concessions and like, before you know it, by the time that meeting's over, suddenly you're working on a completely different project. Totally. You know, and like, that's wrong. Like, and, and it was so gratifying to that kind of all fell apart because of COVID, whatever. So now I'm like, all right, I have this video. I'm just going to release it on my Instagram. And it's so satisfying that people are actually watching it and liking it, man. You know, we're at a point in human history where everything has been done before. What are we talking about when we say that? That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. The only person that doesn't get that is Elon Musk. (laughs) He's the only guy who says, well, I'm going to land the rocket. I'm going to go to Mars. I'm going to put oxygen. Yeah, yeah, all this stuff. Everybody else is improving on a previous thing or trying to. But we're using inspiration from things we've seen and learned. Nobody's coming up with stuff out of thin air. Dude, totally. Every and dating app is some, you know, offspring of Tinder. Every of a previous one, right? Yeah, every, you know, book is some, it can t- trace its roots to, you know, uh, Mark Twain or, or whatever right. it is. Uh, so, you know. And dude, yeah, like it, and, and also, you know, it's a pretty, it's, it's a pretty unique story. It's not that like sure remarkable is. of a story, but like a lot of things needed to align in order for that to happen. Like, I, my curiosity, my sort of like willingness to kind of just take a fucking shot in the dark and hope that it would work, them being cool. Like it was definitely like a perfect storm of things working out and then ending up being like a cool, nice story. You know? That's it. You know, and I, I say that um, because whatever they meant, that pisses me off that they said that to you. I know. And whatever they meant by that is such a cop out from them. And it's been done before. Well, you did it better, right? And if anyone out <laughs> there is, is thinking of starting something and you hear as feedback, well, there's, it's a crowded space or, you know, oh, there's a lot of people already doing it. This is already happening. If you're, if you're thinking of starting a new vodka company, well, just do it better. Yeah. Do it better. Brand it better. Get, you know, Emily Ron Jaworski to sign off on it. <laughs> And uh, maybe you'll be the one that gets the new share of the market of the vodka space, whatever it is. Yeah, and then maybe you'll you'll become such a baller that you end up marrying Emily Rondorsky. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think she's taken, but you know. Listen, man, she's young. Yeah. Hey, she's pregnant. Speaking of of vodka, we had a few last night. We had a few. A couple of pops for the boys. Couple of sodas. Couple of pops for the boys. What did you say to me? You were like, "I, uh, I'm down to have a couple sodas." You said that, right? (laughs) I texted Francis. Did we ever have a couple? Down to have a couple sodas. It was great. Like, uh, 
France, like I was planning on going to this show, I think. And I asked Francis what he was doing or something. And he's like, oh, I'm going to that show too. And my girlfriend also happened to be having dinner there. Like everybody that I know happened to be in the building. The girls got to eat. Girls were there. He was at Soho House. Soho House. Which Do you guys is, know Soho House? It's like a members only kind of thing. It's the most uh, sort of, I would call it the most see and be seen type of place in New York. Yeah, it, yeah, and and it tends to typically be people who no one cares to see. You know what I mean? Oh, I was wondering if we were going to go in because well, I was trick willing. You to, into I was thinking, willing to protect, but we it, can't, I mean, listen, I love going there, so whatever. But it's like people who want to. It's technically for creative people, but it's filled with people who clearly are not creative, and yeah. that that makes sense. It's okay. Like they need they need members mm-hmm. to keep it running. Mm-hmm. Um, I love going there. I think it's a great menu. It's a great hang. I have no problem with it. I'm not a member. My girlfriend is. Bless her heart. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I will say this. I had some pretty strong uh, negative opinions about the place. And last night, they were they were thawed a little bit. Oh, that's good. I found them thawing. And the reason was, if you step back, we talked about this. If you step back from the kind of social climbing stacking against one one another uh you know the, the the feeling that it's that being a member there is a badge yeah that somehow makes you ups your status yeah, puts you on the social rat ladder of new york um ultimately it's just a place with a pretty good restaurant good drinks and a, and a good feel in a good location and it's a place you can go hang out which is cool yeah you know you can just go sit there for a few hours i i dated a girl for a little bit who was a member and she was what i would call the prototypical member uh, it's hard if you're not familiar with soho house it's very hard to like properly uh explain i feel like we're doing it justice like as far as what the deal the is the status the status um of it meaning that that, that people assume that it carries or lends to its members because you know not everyone gets in in theory you're supposed to have it's a tricky application process you have to get recommended by members and you have to be cool you have to be in on the insider circle you have to do something cool yeah uh but i dated a girl a number of years ago who was a member and she liked to bring me there and sort of parade me around like i was a golden retriever introducing (laughs) me to all of her friends and um, the one thing about the place is that up on the roof, it has this pool and the pool. It's not the type of pool where you can play Marco Polo. OK, you're going <laughs> to you're going to get a lot of bad looks if you play Marco Polo. In fact, dude, I don't want to go to a public pool where people are playing Marco Polo. First Marco of all, Polo is fun. It sure, but not in like a public setting. Stuck in the mud. You're just fucking jerking people off. You're like, Marco, oh shit. Uh, Fish out of water. (laughs) You know, those are fun games. Uh, Statue of Liberty. You didn't play those games in pools growing up? I did like the whirlpool thing because everybody had out of ground pools that were circular. So what, everyone swims in a circle? Everyone runs around the perimeter in a circle and then all of a sudden, oh, whoa, it's crazy. Wait, how do you run in a pool? You jog. You jog around the periphery of the pool in a circle and then eventually it creates a current. And that's a good time, apparently. It is fun. It was fun. You can? Chris almost broke the pool once when he tried that himself. No, you were running with a lot of people. <laughs> it wasn't God. just me. Well, while you guys were That's running good. around pools, <laughs> I was playing Marco Polo like a normal at child. Soho house. Uh, anyway, the point is that <laughs> the pool at the Soho house is more of a an ornamental body of water. It is a dip your toe kind of pool. Have drinks around it. it it's the centerpiece that frames everything. Dude, when I see people going in, I'm like, "Who the fuck does that guy think he is?" That's that's what people that's what people do. <laughs> Who is now, that guy? Sure enough, hot day. I wanted to go in, and I went in, and my girlfriend got a little annoyed with me. My girlfriend at the time got a little annoyed at me. People She's were like, giving me cool, bad Francis. looks. Yeah, she was like, "Act like you've been there before," and I was like, "Well, I've never been here before." And I saw the <laughs> pool, and immediately I needed to go in, of course. And she was like, well, you know, it's one thing to go in the pool quietly and just jump in. It's another thing for you to do what you did, which is to go up to random groups of people having margaritas, ask them to take their phones out and time you for how long you can hold your breath underwater. 
And I was like, well, I wanted to engage with people and show them my lung capacity. You didn't do that. Sure I did. I love that game. And what I do now, because people get surprised. I'm a pretty good. That's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) You know, everyone's got to loosen up a little. That's fun. Find your inner child. I thought you were going to say you did a cannonball or something. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't do a cannonball. I'm not that guy. You know, I get it. I get it. I want to ruffle any feathers. Fire in the hole. Yeah, yeah. No, but but the other, that's one of my favorite games. And then my other favorite game to ask people is how many times do you think I can go back and forth between the ends of the pool underwater? Uh, and they set a line. Dude, people like to do this. I bet I'm you telling 50 you. bucks. You can't do it. That's it. That's it. You start winning money off these idiots. <laughs> These idiots. Do, do not question Francis' lung capacity. Yeah, let me tell you something. If you're at Soho House and I come up to you and I'm like, hey, do you think I can hold my breath for longer than 90 seconds underwater? I'll bet you 100 bucks. <laughs> you better believe you should take the over on that now. I'm probably- we need Francis to be in My Octopus Teacher, the sequel. Yeah. Now, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. That guy seemed to be holding his breath for minutes at a time and the water was freezing, but... Wow. Anyway, that's uh, that was my story about uh, Soho House. Dude, I have a funny pool story. Good. It's not, I don't know how funny. It just it reminded me of this. I was in the south of France once. Okay. Must be nice. It was. Yeah, it was. I was in. Uh, I know. I, I studied know. abroad. France literally. There. Yeah, <laughs> Spent a whole semester there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to this party, and my buddy at the time, he w- had been going to school in the, in uh, the Middle East, so he knew all these like Middle Eastern people who were vacationing. Uh, on holiday in, yeah. in the south of France. And what town in south France? Cannes. Cannes, yeah. Yeah. Um, which was a good time, dude. I mean, it was really fun. But anyway, so these girls were like in the pool making out with each other. And I was like, Whoa. oh, shit, that's sick. So I started, ta- <laughs> so I started taking pictures. Oh. What? Dude, it's not that fucked up. It no, was like, it's, it, it's like a pool party. It Act wasn't like you've been there, Julio. Okay, fine. But like, it's not like there was just five people. Like nobody could notice I was taking a picture. However, this one guy who was taking a picture kissing the giant bottle of rosé noticed that i was taking pictures and he goes man he goes you can't do that and i'm like why he's like he's like if you put that on the internet he's like and her parents see they'll kill her man Ooh. <laughs> i was like what the fuck whoa i don't know if that was like a, a figure of speech or something but i think these girls were like saudi girls or something yeah, so like yeah mm-hmm. i was like jesus dude okay that's like really intense yikes i'm sorry i won't post it but i still have the pic maybe i should blackmail her yeah <laughs> i bet you she's got some kind of some money probably <laughs> Well, it was a good time. Dude, I happened to stumble upon the World Firework Championships. We were, yeah, we were, we were eating a dinner on a pier. Dude, I'm serious. We were eating dinner on a pier out front of our, our hotel, which I think the Carlton is there, I think was what it was called. Okay. Anyway, dude, the World Firework Competition started happening right in front of us. Whoa. Dude, and I'll tell you, like, you know, the Saturday evening kind of suburban fireworks is the best thing I had ever seen. This shit was crazy. Yeah, bro. man. It was like a symphony. It's of a fire. different <laughs> when they're yeah. Like Mickey Mouse in the sky type the choreography. Shit. Crazy. They're spending, you know, maybe a hundred thousand or more on firework. Right. It's something you'd expect to see in some kind of like strong man state where like they want to impress the world by putting on like unnecessarily yeah. impressive ceremonies North korea Russia, yeah exactly yeah. that kind of shit and i was it was just it was blown away i don't Man, know how we got i am a huge firework fan they're so dope bro. if fireworks are going off and i'm in some house i need to go out and find them i don't understand people who can hear the pounding of fireworks and just say eh, don't care <laughs> Are you the guy who's like, all right, that's over. Oh, my God, there's more. Yeah. There's well, more. I, I will say this. I will say that I am this guy. I, 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 uh, I, I announced the grand finale too soon, <laughs> quite frequently. I'm like, here we go, everybody. This is it. The grand finale. And then it peters out. And I'm like, yeah, great show. Now who wants to and bet I can hold my breath for two minutes? Ten more rockets go up. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I called it too soon. <laughs> called it too soon sorry everybody sorry about the levels there chris fireworks are fun <laughs> fireworks are dude speaking of fireworks fucking i saw justin bieber live last yeah, you I, did this is coming out next week so I'm, I, I this must have been you know a week or so ago now when we're listening this was to at this. the fight yes saw he had all sorts of pyrotechnics crazy shit happening what a weird fucking event dude 
Yeah. What a crazy dude. I, I don't know. Have like, we not talked about it? We haven't. No. On the pod. No. So so Julia went to the the Logan Paul fight, the, the Jake Paul fight. Yes. Excuse me. Uh, tell us about it, dude. So okay, it was cool. It was a really funny kind of contrast between the type of VIP people that were there. Am I? I think we need to start by telling people what this was. Okay, so I don't know if you guys saw, like they did this trailer boxing event where Mike Tyson fought Roy Jones Jr. And Jake Paul, the YouTuber, was on the undercard. He knocked out Nate Robinson, who was a former basketball player. And then sort of they decided he would be the headliner of the next trailer fight event. Yes. So Pete Davidson, our buddy, he was um, one of the commentators. So he brought like a, bunch, a, bunch of, uh, like a couple of us down there with him. And we kind of were just like hanging around. Um, so it was interesting because Snoop Dogg, I think, was one of is one of like the main people in the event. He was a commentator. He also performed, blah, blah, blah. So there was all like those that OG squad, like these kind of in their 40s and 50s hip hop people wearing like all matching outfits, rolling around, smoking weed, chilling. But then there was also all the TikTokers. Mm. So there's just these like 16 year old girls everywhere. And dude, I got to be honest. I follow a lot of these TikTok chicks. And I'm a fan, and I was like fanboying a bit, dude. I was talking to Charlie D'Amelio about. Oh my god! She was presenting the belt, and I was kind of trying to like small talk, play it cool. I'm like, huh, like you presenting the belt, like. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but like I dropped it last time. They got really mad at me, and I was like, I was like, oh, dude, crazy. Uh. <laughs> um, dude. It was great. And then, you know, fucking, I, like, I met Addison Ray too. Like, these are, like, you know, the big TikTokers. Those are the biggest um, ones. And I had a couple of really funny, memorable moments. So one of them, I'm standing with Pete in the, the hallway. So there's this big hallway thing where, like, you know, teams come on the field, right? And I'm just kind of just standing there. It's, like, Pete here, me here, like, a little behind him, next to him at the time. And then Logan Paul rolls in with a camera. So he just, they meet in the center. And they kind of shake hands and there's a camera there. So Pete's on the left, Logan Paul on the right, camera directly on me, right? And I'm kind of like, oh, sick. Like, I'm getting some screen time here. I'm just going to chill. And Logan Paul just starts giving me the dirtiest looks, dude. He just starts looking over being like, and he does it again. And then he does it again. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like, am I being weird? Like, is this weird? I kind of like, it's almost like, you know, when you're stoned and you think you're being weird, but you're not. yeah. So, dude, I just step out of the way, out of the camera. And then one of our boys, Jordan, just comes over to me. He's like, yo, bro, why'd you fall back? <laughs> he's, oh. he's like, that was your moment. I'm like, what? This is so weird. So so why was he giving you a dirty look? I don't know. Maybe he thought that I was like trying to get in the shot, like I was being a weirdo or something. I don't well, know. he brought his shot into you. I know. That's what I thought, too. I was like, this is weird, right? Oh, he's getting side-eyed. really grinds my gears. Okay, dude, my other big moment. We're, we're, we're hanging out at the end of the night. I have control over the jukebox, the jukebox, Jesus, though, like whatever thing, the, the, the Bluetooth speaker, the, the jukebox. Did I really just say that? I'm surprised Jesus. that that's what you went with. I just aged myself. So yeah. the jukebox. Yeah. That's like even before my time. Whatever. I was, I was entrusted to turn the cassette from side A to side B. <laughs> Boy, did side B make a, <laughs> um, but dude, so I'm, I'm in control. I'm trying to like play the good songs. And I put on this one song that I really like. It's a Roddy Rich song. It's called Every Season. It's a banger. And everybody in the fucking green room's rocking out, singing along. Jack Harlow's rapping along to the lyrics. Holy shit. And Addison, the, the fucking TikToker, she goes, what's this song called? And I just thought that was fire. So Roddy, yeah. <laughs> Roddy Rich, if you get another big TikTok moment, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Did you tell her which one it was? Yeah, it's every season by Roddy Rich. And what'd she say? And she was like, "Oh, cool." And then, like, dude, it was, it was, it was actually cute. Like, at one point, there was people doing drugs or something in one of the one of the rooms, and she like noticed that they were, and she like was like, "Oh no!" She like covered her eyes. She's like, oh, my "Adorbs." Name. You know how good for her. cute is that dude? That is really cute, and she is allegedly <laughs> dating Jack Harlow now. Well, he's and that, the rapper, right? That may, I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know enough about the situation. I'm not, not trying to fucking start any trouble, but they seem to be spending time together that night. So, so wow. Okay. You heard it here first. Uh, Julio is confirming the, um, they, they were hanging out. I'm Addison not... Ray and, uh, <laughs> the, what's his face? A Jack Harlow thing. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, Fill in the blanks here. If I were 
in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. This is a perfect moment for what I wanted to talk to you about today. Great, dude. And I'm so glad you brought all this up because (laughs) if you don't follow these TikTokers, it may sound stupid, but they all have tens of millions of followers. They're the mo- some of the most successful people in entertainment. And bro, th- like literally, there was a moment where there was a TikTok procession. All the big TikTokers are hanging out together. We happened to come out the door when that happened. We just followed them. They're all standing there and Snoop arrives. And the trailer guy just goes, all right, guys, Snoop here. Snoop's here. Everyone go live. Everyone go live. Like it was almost like they were contractually obligated to pull out their phone to go live at that this. W- oh, they went live on their streaming. Like this, like, this is almost like like a fungus event feeding off of TikTokers to try to build up wow, the trailer thing. I was dude. like, this is crazy, bro. So then they probably were contractually. Yeah, for sure. And bro, they're to do that, dude. Yeah. They're so young. Like I met Addison's mom and brother and dad, and they were our like, age. Like they're. I mean, I think I think she's what twenty years old or something. Like yeah. these are young kids, man. That I mean, is right. And Addison had allegedly been dating a member of the Sway House, <laughs> Bryce Hall, okay, for a while. Now, when Bryce Hall was accused of cheating on her or something, he then went on Twitter and then said that she had cheated on him and was really pissed. And he wrote these ridiculous tweets saying, like, I'm so mad right now, blah, blah, blah. So I she then seemed love, she seemed like a lovely person. She does, and she's also pretty talented. She's like an amazing dancer. She's just cool, dude. Yeah. I'm a fan, bro. I'm a fanboy. I'm so, sorry. So then it's I went girl. on Twitter, bro. I send Chris her videos all the time. Chris, can you confirm that? Sorry, I'm not. No, that's to... fine. All right, continue, continue. So then I went on Twitter, and I made this video, and which I responded. I I used this video to respond to Bryce Hall. Okay. So I just I just sent it as a reply to his tweet of bad days only ever get worse or something. Mm. He was really s- sulky and bummed <laughs> out and I wanted to pick him up. So this is what I sent to Bryce Hall. Hey Bryce, it's Francis. I love what you do. I saw the news about Addison and I know it's tough. I can relate. I was in college when i found out that my girlfriend at the time um had gone to the dominican republic for spring break where she sat on the face of this kid i used to play squash with alistair and it was not easy for me to accept her forgiveness to forgive her um but i did and I, you know, cause he was big and guys like us, we get jerked around because we're nice. And at some point, you know, you gotta realize, hey, I am worth it. I am, I don't have to put up with this. And the sky is the limit for you, dude. I really think you could go out tomorrow and pretty much bang anybody just about um which you should you should allow yourself to be that guy for a bit until people start saying hey that bryce you know he is getting around and i don't think he's um i don't think he's clean anymore they could smell it on you you know what i mean (laughs) i went through a little bit of a ho phase myself where I was uh, let's just say I took a lot of um, antibiotics so that goes on right (laughs) that was about two minutes now I just sent that as a reply right Mm -hmm. and his tweet obviously he's got like two million followers so these are some of the responses to your from his fans to my video. 
I'm right? They don't know who I am. I have no clue what this is going to be. They don't know who I am, mm-hmm. right? They're all probably 20, 18. <laughs> okay. Uh, bro, you look damn near 30. Why you care about some <laughs> ass trivial TikToker? <laughs> next one. He isn't going to fuck you, mate. Uh, the next one. Motherfucker, this ain't his phone number. Um, what the fuck does that even mean? And then, and then the one that the one that got like uh, blew up was this is Twitter, bro, not his voicemail. <laughs> and then all these people wrote to that, like, bro, chill, you just violated this man, what? LMAO. Like they, like he got me, he ended my life. You just know, kids fucking with you, bro. And then, and people being like, you're, you're dead. You know Wait, who is Bryce Hall? He's he's young, he's a young he's a twenty one year old Sway House TikToker. Tick- so, what's Sway House? Sway House was, was that house. there are competing houses. There are competing houses. Oh. Yeah, but the Sway House was like one when consider it like an incubator for right. personality, you young sit there kids. And make content. Yeah, and, and you and, have like a chore uh, like live in choreographer. Exactly. <laughs> so this is what's crazy to me, right? Anyone with a brain should know that i'm kidding dude, my girlfriend I, dude, cheated you, you on me in the this? dominican republic by sitting on the face of yeah, a kid dude, i played squash I, I with who puts that sentence bro together? you gotta learn you you just gotta learn that it's just not that obvious bro no the amount of times you say to me how don't people know that i'm kidding that you have to start wondering <laughs> well then maybe it doesn't I, seem like i'm kidding listen to me I'm happy with that then. I will stop complaining about it. I'm not complaining about it. But dude, it's fun it. to toe the line of oh, reality. And, I you know, love living on that edge. It's great. And of, it, that's, of uncertainty. It's your thing, dude. You it know? is this my sort lane. of like faux controversy. <laughs> Francis. But Francis is like randomly confrontational. Like Francis like gets himself into beef and shit. It's like Do funny. I? I do. Kind of. Like it's just so funny. Like you don't want it seems like you don't want it, but then you like will not back down. And like when did, when did you I make do things a thing. When did I do this? Like the alternate side parking hockey guy and like oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. like just and you just have beef all the time. Bro. When, when you crazy. you know, you need a little beef. Closet beef, bro. You need a little beef sometimes. I agree. I agree. A little beef steak, tomatoes. Yeah. No, but here's kind. the here's the thing, right? I'm not mad that these kids didn't get it. And I'm not even I'm not even mad that the kids said this is Twitter, bro, not his voicemail. I think that that's a I guess a somewhat funny thing. But what I don't get is that there were people in the replies who were like, this is hysterical. Right. Like, good for you. LOL. This is funny. I, I, if Bryce and watched then, it, I would have got a lot. And then there are a bunch of people like below that who, who are like, why would you like, what's wrong with you? Can I see what this guy looks like? Dude, I may have met this guy. I met, I like I'm met sure all these you TikTok did. Well, guys. Well, he was dating that Charlie D'Amelio. No, the, uh, the Addison Phillips. Addison. Ray. Addison is Ray. Is saying it right? Yeah. They like, all look pull the them same. Up, pull them up. They I'm all curious. have these weird haircuts. Dude, these kids were loving it, man. I got the fucking, I got the. Did you meet bir- this kid? Yes. Unreal. I got the bird's eye fucking knockout punch. Dude, I was, li- I was living it up, man. I was living vicariously through these TikTokers having a great fucking time, so, bro. So look. It was awesome. Look. Uh, here's the thing, right? I, I acknowledge wholeheartedly that all of those kids are more successful than i probably ever will be uh-huh. and i do not begrudge them that good for them that's so cool that's great you know and and i think a lot of older people look at it and say fuck these kids why does anyone care i don't give a shit about their drama if you're old if you're older than 30 and you care about these tiktokers like you're pathetic but when we were 18 16 mm. you know we were watching laguna beach right it's the same shit and the real world and yeah. our parents would look at us and be like what the fuck are you watching this trash for <laughs> dude i honestly think though that the tiktokers are more legit than like the reality stars of our era like the reality stars of our era are now like being like when I cook at home, like you know, they never it's like turned into re- Bravo TV. Kind but of yeah, stuff. like a couple of them crossed over into more like mainstream stuff. But most of them are sort of like 
in reality purgatory for the rest of their life. That's it. Whereas these TikTokers are mainstream legit. They stars. are, and and they have options, and they're fucking cool, dude. Yeah, I got again. I have nothing, nothing wrong with them. I just, um, I do think that a lot of their fans are really stupid, dude. I'm just the really. I'm known as people. the simp lord on TikTok, bro. The simp lord. Because you like women. No, because no, because I'm a simp. They just think they're like this guy's a fucking pussy or whatever. Like, a simp doesn't a simp mean somebody who like a simpleton is oh no no that's that not wrong? my understanding of simp. Chris, I think simp is a guy who like, uh, you know, is always like bringing flowers to a girl even yeah. though she might not yeah. like him. Yes, yes, back. exactly. But I think it's like the one and the same. Like, well, a simpleton to me is like a, a moron. Okay, fine, but like it's used in the context of a guy who's a moron because he's a pussy and doesn't know how to close. The guy who's like, he's not good enough for you. That guy is a simp. yeah. The the guy who almost tries to start himself in the friend zone and find his way <laughs> exactly, out exactly. Yeah. Which is like pre and post makeover Julio in high school. So it's fine that they're. Tapping into my deepest insecurities. Totally. These fuckers. Totally. I mean, people would have called me a simp for what I sent to Bryce Hall. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Massive simp. Yeah. That's absolutely it. <laughs> but I also put some words in there that I would have thought would have given people the scent of satire. I would have thought would have more hoped. people would have caught the scent of satire. My my college girlfriend went to the Dominican Republic where she sat on the face of a kid I played squash with, Alistair. You, Chris. <laughs> I was going to ask if that you was You hear real. that sentence and you don't think maybe Bro, I he's thought kidding. the story was real when you were reading it, to be honest. Well, then kudos to me. But, but, but it's still funny. If you use a real story, it's just as funny. There's some truth to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So I borrow from reality. Okay, so borrow from reality, 100% reality, all fake, all funny. I played college. Honestly, I played right. squash with a kid named Alistair. In a similar way, My college way, girlfriend too. cheated on me, but not with him, though. Right. So there you go. I just connected two different worlds. Connected the dots. Yeah, you're thinking of it from like a 32-year-old man. You're These are 18-year-old kids, 16-year-old kids. They don't like... They're like ready to jump on anybody who's not. Explain this to me. Explain this to me. Why is it that the guy who said, bro, this is Twitter, not his voicemail. Why did everyone think that that was so funny? Because you left like a voicemail for it. Yeah, but that's that is exactly so the reason that I did it. I know, bro. Was but they don't to be funny. And then they're like, then they call, they basically labeling the joke. And I'm like, yeah, that was the point, bro. Why don't. Here's a question that I have that will answer this for you. Why are prom shows so bad? I don't know. I've never done one. Okay. Well, the reason is these kids, they're like too young to have perspective about like mature humor, bro. They don't get shit. Like they, they get what they get and that's it. If you try to go into like your shit, you don't do as well. They have short attention spans. They're not, they're just not a good comedy audience. Bro. Dude, so somebody say, okay, fine, fine. You're you're maybe right. You're probably right. Somebody saying to me, "This is Twitter, not his voicemail, bro." And then everyone being like, "Oh my god, you just murdered this guy." <laughs> it would be the equivalent of me being like, um, "Why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side?" And then you being like, "That's funny because it's." ironic or something and then everyone being like oh shit julio <laughs> awesome you totally knocked his joke down so you, you think that's just a completely arbitrary if you're like why no, the chicken I think cross that, the road i think that well, well, well that's, maybe that's not the right example i guess what i mean is the whole reason that i chose to film myself sending this message to bryce hall was to set up a character who looked like he didn't get it. Correct. What, what lunatic in their right mind would send a two-minute video to try to make Bryce Hall feel better about being cheated Bro, on? There's a lot of people By admitting that they were cheated on years earlier and that like we're, we're the same person, you and me, Bryce Hall. Bro, that, that's exactly right. People do that. Hey, Brittany, we love you. Free Brittany. Okay, well, then One maybe that's I... the problem, is that there are just too many fucking idiots out there. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh, then I'm going to keep doing this. You should. I absolutely am going to keep doing keep this. Keep trolling pop culture because it's so funny with to me. supportive very long messages 100 percent, dude that, that thing i remember twitter, in the ice storm of 98 dude that twitter thing i got forty thousand <laughs> views so many people watched it on twitter it's crazy just because i was under the bryce hall thing dude you gotta put on notifications on on all the tiktokers and reply it's unbelievable dude gee i've talked about it for the last couple weeks uh but this amazing storytelling contest is coming up through vocal which is uh, an awesome app that i've been playing around with uh obviously we love it when our listeners submit stories to the podcast you and i tell stories all the time and this month uh i'm judging a story writing contest on vocal uh which should be a lot of fun because i get to read other people's crazy stories um and one lucky winner will win a cash prize of five thousand dollars that's amazing vocal is a storytelling platform for creators i'm judging the no regrets challenge which allows you to share embarrassing situations without judgment all while giving the entrance the chance to win cash prizes as high as five grand. Simply sharing the best or worst forgettable experience, you can walk away with big time money. I'll be reading your entries, all bad decisions, the aftermath, the path to redemption, basically the original conceit for this podcast, and all things in between and judging the winners. We might even share some of them on the podcast. Uh, In order to be eligible to enter the No Regrets Challenge, you must have a Vocal Plus membership, which grants access to Vocal Plus exclusive challenges, along with increased monetization opportunities, premium creation tools and features, and additional perks on the platform. You can sign up for Vocal at Vocal.media and then use the promo code OOPS99 and you will have the membership, your first month's membership, for just 99 cents. Awesome. No regrets. Stories must be between 600 and 5,000 words and adhere to Vocal's community guidelines. Only stories published on Vocal and entered into the contest up until April 27th of 2021. That's very soon. At 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time will be entered for consideration. We have an exciting update. Couple updates. All right, good. So I don't know if you guys remember a few weeks ago, we had an email from a guy who suspected I'm that so excited about this. his old pal was like open to hooking up with him. Boston bro job, Bob bro job, Boston, Bob, whatever you want to call him. This is what we've sort of titled him. This is what I've been. I'm, I do not know what Julia is about to tell me. So I made him save it. This is the update. Here we go. Hi, Francis and Julia. Sorry for the long delay, but the story is worth it. First, I'm so happy you guys read my email, and I'm glad it sparked some good conversation between two straight, enlightened guys. Yeah, his words, not mine. That we are. <laughs> anyway, I thankfully was able to listen to your pod before drinks. Dude, this is great. I love us just getting in there and fucking helping people roll their sleeves That's off and it. make life's That's most difficult it. decisions. Yep. So as you guys suggested, the old friend and I got pretty drunk. Thankfully, no one needed to get carried out or was too drunk to not know what they were doing. I suggested drinking tequila knowing I had one thing on my mind. After a couple tequila shots, I began to get very bro-like quotes and start to touch his arm and body and then shower him with compliments of how he's changed so much and looks so much better now. Fucking Bob, you're smooth as shit. Can I pause you for one second? It's uh, it's so surreal to listen to a guy... Admitting how he like buttered up another guy. Yeah, this is good stuff. This is good. And stuff. how susceptible we are to that, dude. Simple. Attack people love plan. being buttered up. That's it. Men, women, doesn't matter. Sure. Um, it's great. Okay, a couple more drinks later, he unbuttoned his shirt to show me his abs and let me feel his bicep. Well, t- after I said it was jokingly bigger than mine, this is fucking hot. At dude. that point, it's over. I mean, <laughs> what, what? What? Where else is this? Could it go? Sorry if that was a little too sexually charged. Bob, cut it out. That was not too sexually no, charged. No, give us more. more. We're almost there. But I got to set the scene and show that we were both drinking and becoming very physically comfortable. Mm-hmm. We left the bar we were at to smoke some weed I brought. Solid Ooh. move. Solid but risky. You don't want to crossfade. Yeah, especially crossfade. yeah. if you've had a lot to drink, you can get the spins and then, yeah, it's, and then it's over. Yeah. Anyway, after we smoke in my car, I, pr- I proceed to come out to him. He paused and made a joke about it. It was a very accepting joke. In his words, that makes sense because you look great and you don't have a girlfriend. That's like some yeah, flirtation. I mean, well, hold on a second. You haven't seen a guy for 10 years. You unbutton your shirt. He starts feeling your abs. You're surprised when he comes out to you. What the heck? It sounds like he's being cheeky, this guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Now, this is where it gets spicy. I then proceed to put my hand on his thigh while we're sitting next to each other. Look him in the eye and say, when's the last time anyone's given you great head? 
holy fuck, dude. This is heating up. <laughs> <laughs> he then says a couple weeks ago when his girlfriend did. In shock, I begin to abort mission. Mm. I subtly kick him out of the car and send him back to his girlfriend. I may be horny, but I'm not a homewrecker. He leaves after we, after we bro hug. <laughs> I love bro hug. That's great. Wait, this is the end of this? No, just wait. Oh. I think nothing of it other than some heavy flirting and two guys reconnecting. Fair enough. Later that night, I receive a Snapchat, a Snapchat of what you might ask the old friend who has a girlfriend masturbating to completion. Oh my God. I'm shocked, but still pretty drunk and reply with LOL. I think you meant to send this to your girlfriend. He never responds for the night. He responds the next morning with a dick pic and his address. Jesus. Well. This is heating up. Big time. Yeah, now I'm confused. All right. So okay. At, at this point, I'm floored and confused. I pretty much asked to give him a bro job in an organic way, and he rejected by saying he has a girlfriend. Cut to him sending very hardcore nudes. I drove to the address because it's a pandemic, and I'm not strong enough to resist. Honest. I respect that. Mm -hmm. um, we've been hooking up for a couple weeks now. Wow. Okay. He literally sends me a nude. I come over. We have great oral sex and I leave. Sometimes we smoke and hang out. He confides in me saying that he never thought about it before me and he wants to try it out until it doesn't feel good. It's been weeks. We meet up like every other day and sometimes multiple times a day. Unbelievable. I'm kind of enjoying it and his girlfriend has no idea. I have no, I have no intention of being with him, which I've communicated to him. I literally cannot believe what happened, and I'll let you know if this blows up in my face anytime soon. Other than other than the way he's been doing, hey, or sorry, if this blows up in my face anytime soon, other than the way he's been doing, hey yo, just oh, kidding. nice, much love, bro job, Boston Bob, buddy, wow, 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 lots to unpack here, wow, lots to unpack. So the first thing is, oh, dude, the first thing is. They are carrying on while he is continuing to date his girlfriend. It sounds like. That's not that sweet, man. It's not that great. That's not that um, sweet. But, you know, listen, it, <coughs> the person at fault there, obviously, is the boyfriend. Yeah. Bob is, you know, having a tough pandemic. Bob's just being a bro. Bob's just being the man. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging anybody in this situation. I think that if you were to, you could say that the boyfriend needs to figure his shit out mm -hmm. and maybe just accept that he's, I don't know. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> it's one thing um, if the, the boyfriend is cheating on his girlfriend with a girl, right? And, and yes, the idealist would say he should come clean. Nobody should have to endure being cheated on. That can really fuck you up mentally for a while. All of that. The idealist would also say cheating with a girl or a guy in theory in 2021 is the same thing. Well, although it's, it's more of a secret because you learn that they're cheating and you learn that they like things that you didn't think they liked. That's it. And, and I would say too that um, when you're cheating on your girlfriend with, a, another man there it, it's it's such a dramatic departure from from being in a monogamous heterosexual relationship that um you you should be even more compelled to to come clean about it mm. i feel like the you or should, to not you think it's do you think it's more acceptable to cheat like, are you more of an asshole if you cheat on your girlfriend with a guy or a girl? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I like, I, I don't know. You keep that from her for weeks. Let's just say, that, like, you're cheating. You're, you're fucking up. You know what I mean? It's bad. You think it's equal in both ways? It's it, they're they're bad in different ways. I don't. I'm not gonna say, it, dude. It's too it's too complicated of a thing to say that one is worse or whatever. Okay, I'll play devil's advocate and I'll I'll use a simple brained uh, approach here and which which may be ignorant, but just give me the benefit of the doubt. I think that if you are cheating on your girlfriend with another man and up to that point you have only ever professed to be straight and she assumes coming into the relationship and in dating you that you are straight, you are 
you are do you are you are doing something that is more of a breach of her trust. Okay, fine. Because but- you have now discovered a, a part of your sexuality that she doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. That there's nothing she can do anything about. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, fine, but also you know, profess to be straight. Like what you have to fucking wear a hat that says you're straight. You know what I mean? Like that's right. another thing we say this this whole spectrum th- theory, which seems to be prevailing. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that that's being applied. However, say all you want about how things should be. I have to imagine if you're a girl and you find out that your boyfriend is cheating on you with a man and you didn't know that he was into that and you didn't know he was capable of that, it's got to be it's got to be more intense of a sensation than if you find out he's cheating on you I, with a girl. I, I, I think that's it. That that's exactly what I mean, right? It has to be fair. I feel like I feel like you if if your boyfriend is cheating on you with a man, you feel like did I ever really know this person? Like, I cannot believe how little I was aware. Yeah. Whereas if he cheats on with you with a girl, you'd just be like, oh, fuck men. Another shitty guy. Right. I can't believe I, you know, fell for this. Like, pff, I hate this right. guy. And dude, since Bob is our protagonist here, Bob is the hero in our story. Yeah, we got, again. Like, like he is. So we went into this story being like, Bob has been having a tough pandemic. He's looking to get a little action. He thinks this guy's cute. He's trying to reconnect. Went into it with an open mind. Found out about the girlfriend. Was sort of, that That was it. And then the next day he got a video of the guy cranking it. You know, Bob's yeah. only human, dude. Like, what, he's not supposed to do it? Bob's only human. He, Bob he, seems like a great what, guy. What man in his shoes wouldn't drive over to that right. guy's house to dude, perform oral sex? These are complicated things. It's true. These are complicated things, and we can't start acting like fucking we have all the uh. answers. And dude, how many times have you been talking to like an older person who's like, oh yeah, like I had a girlfriend for, I had a, 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 a woman is like, yeah, I had a boyfriend for seven years, and your father took me away from him. Like, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. people cheat and it leads to good things. I don't know. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say everyone listening should cheat on their significant other. No. However, listen, you know, things happen and fucking it is what it is. Shout out to Bob. Definitely keep us posted. Um, I hopefully I feel bad for the, the guy's girlfriend, but right. it is what it is, I guess. You know, I think uh, with the royal British family, Prince Charles famously had, you know, a, a torrid affair with Camilla while uh lady die and he were married and then she passed away obviously and it was a national scandal and everyone hated him for it but then he ended up marrying and staying with camilla for the rest of his life and ultimately the british populace kind of came around to her yeah and was like well clearly this is the woman he loved you get points back if you marry the person you treated with and stay with them isn't that interesting it's interesting speaking of which um not directly related, but we have successfully set up our friend who emailed us on a double date situation. Did we now? We did. So, you know, Julia over here, the puppet master. <laughs> we were able to set her up with somebody. Um, and she, they are, they're scheduling a FaceTime. Whoa. And they're planning to go out. Uh, so we'll keep you guys posted on that. If it goes well, maybe we can, everyone's, we can, we can see if, which couple is this? Who are these people? This is the girl from Vermont. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like their chances. Yeah. So, yeah. and and I would say to you, don't send us stuff to try to set you up yet because we're not sure if that's something that we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. So don't, I feel bad making people, if they send us long emails about themselves and how they want to be set up, we're not a matchmaking service, but no. this is this was fun and hopefully, you know, we'll see. Let me ask you this. Sure. If, let's say back when you were single, mm-hmm. you met a girl and she told you which state she grew up in. Mm-hmm. Are there certain states <laughs> where if you learned that the girl was from there, you'd be like more attracted to the girl or, oh. or, or, or be or think higher of her? Dude, I got to be honest. Like when I was in college, if a girl said she was from New York City, she would get points. Really? Yeah. Mm. But not, not for me. But like that, I would I would get po- I think she would get points. There's something interesting about an unfamiliar upbringing. Like somebody who grew up in the city and like mm-hmm. went to private school in the city and like lived that whole life. Like that's so different from my life that that to me is interesting. The same way that like, you know, if a girl was like, I grew up in a com- on a commune in fucking Missouri or whatever, yeah. that would be interesting to me too. Okay. I think that, yeah, a girl who had a crazy interesting background story would get more points for me. So you like 
exotic background story within the continental United States. I could, but it doesn't. It also doesn't matter. Like my my girlfriend's backstory is a little more, you know, like no, quote unquote normal. You know, she didn't fucking. She wasn't raised by wolves or anything. And no, like, I still have to find her to be great. Yes, so. of course. No, listen, I I, I get that. What I get about that. you? No. Well, okay. So my thoughts are a little different, right? Um, if. I I'm, I guess I'm talking about later in my 20s, so not really college. But if I were to meet a girl in my late 20s when I was single who was from Vermont, I would say that that's a state where immediately I would be more. I would just I would just trust her more. Is it because it's next door to where you grew up? No, it's because it's Vermont. It's covered bridges and, uh, and Bernie, buckets of Bernie tree supporters. sap, <laughs> and it's 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 women that grew up you know milking cows. Is it though, dude? Like, what is this fucking romantic? Vermont version? is rural, dude. It's is it? very rural. It it has four very distinct seasons. Uh, the 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 whatever it is, the Connecticut River, I think, runs through it. Not the Connecticut. Maybe yeah, that would make is sense. It? Maybe the Hudson. No, is that wrong? <laughs> Our river. I don't know. Knowledge not great. Um, no, but dude, th- th- I think Vermont. Chris, you know, this up? nowadays, I I think that. If I meet a girl from Maine, if I were to meet a girl from Maine, I would have assumed she was, because where you grew up, right? You're like, well, I get that. I we've similar, we like similar things, probably. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I met, what, what's the river in Vermont? The Winooski River. That can't be. We were way. No, off. it's not that one. Um, it's the big river in, in Vermont. Whatever. Yeah. It's like near Dartmouth. Fuck. Chris has the twelve, the iPhone twelve. It's so satisfying to hold. Yeah. Motherfucker. Okay, so Vermont for me is 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 right up there. Yeah, with a, dude, that's the most random shit I've heard in a while. What you, Connecticut River? Connecticut, Francis, right? It was the Connecticut River. Yeah, Good. Um, yeah, Vermont, dude. dude that's insane. They like to ski. They probably were ski instructors. Maybe they were camp counselors. Well, dude, you know, you know, the goal was to get to to Middlebury someday. Yeah, pretty cool. Burlington's a great city. Yes. Um, Vermont number one for me. And I'm not just saying that because this girl we're setting up people up with is from Vermont. Number one for Francis, VT. We'll take it. All right, dude. Well, that's it. It's a good spot to wrap it Let's up. Let's wrap think. it, baby. Um, thank you guys for the, taking that wild ride. That was kind of a wild ride of an episode. That was a wild ride of that an was episode. a wild ride. Lots of good stuff. Lots of TikTokers. Send us your thoughts, uh, your emails, oopsthepodcast at gmail.com, at oopsthepodcast on Instagram. Uh, we thank you guys for supporting us and commenting and just being engaged and awesome with us as we continue to grow um yeah stay tuned for more exciting stuff francis you got anything no thank you all right later